This is episode 308 of the Beyond the Food Show. Today, we're going to talk about healthy eating in seven steps without having to restrict any food. So we'll call that the non-diet approach to healthy eating. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Hello, sisters, and welcome back. Welcome to 2022. This is my first recording of a podcast in 2022. And I'm recording this from Nicaragua. If you are on my email list, you know already, because I've been sharing my personal journey to creating my audacious goal for 2022. I've actually started a new publication for our email list called I'm sharing something personal. I think we're at part three right now. So get on my email list. If you want to know about my current journey of how I'm taking the non diet approach in my life, at this stage of my life, you got to be on my email list. And you can do that by simply grabbing one of our freebie. So if you go to the show note, we actually have a brand new quiz that I created about a month and a half ago to help people that are just coming to my world understand if the problem is them or their diet. So there's an assessment we created. So go grab that quiz that is going to put you on our email list and watch for my emails coming directly into your inbox. So my audacious goal is living abroad. And this is what I'm doing right now. So that's why I'm recording from Nicaragua. Because after freeing myself from diet culture and learning to create confidence in my now body and making peace with food and healthy eating, which is what we're going to talk today, I have other goals that I'm working on. And that's what I'm sharing in this concept called audacious goal. But on to the topic of today, which is healthy eating. And I purposely chose this title for the podcast because we are in January. <laughs> we are in this new year, new you BS of diet culture. And I guarantee that you're being hit with marketing in your inbox, on social media, even on billboards <laughs> for people that are driving on the highway about healthy eating. So I wanted to specifically put this episode out now so you can have or at least hear a different perspective on healthy eating. I'm going to take you through a seven-step process where you'll be able to identify where you are in one of those seven steps and what is the next step for you in healthy eating without having to restrict any food, any quantity of food, any time of eating, there's no restriction at all in these seven steps. And they're progressive steps, 
right? So got to do step one before step two and step three. It's actually the process that going to be on the food method we're using with all of our clients. So let's get started on that. But I want to profess a few things. So what the nutrition industry qualify as healthy eating for me as a certified nutritionist, as a non-diet nutritionist, this is complete BS. Now listen, I'm calling this BS today, but it's not always been the case. If you've been with me for six plus years, you know that at the beginning of my career, I was into this healthy eating thing because that's what I was taught in school. That's what actually my graduation, my exams were on, is how to deliver healthy eating to my patients. But today it's completely different. And why? And I want you to think about this. For those that are old enough, 20 years ago, what was healthy eating about? It was about low fat, cutting out the fat out of everything in our life. That was determined as healthy eating. Today, what we're being told, we're being told to eat more fat and cut the carbs, low carb. So that got me thinking as a nutritionist, like how can it be that 20 years ago, if I would have went for my exam, graduation exam as a nutritionist, I would have answered all the question based on guiding people towards low fat. But today, it's completely different. It's about low carb. That, alongside with the Health at Every Size book from Dr. Lindo Bacon, is what triggered me to challenge the notion of healthy eating. And today, I know that there is not one way of eating that is healthier than another. And I know this not only from science, but I know this from traveling the world. People have different eating habits throughout the world. There's not one way of eating for all human being. Therefore, there's not one way of healthy eating for you, for your sister, for your best friend, for your neighbor. It's what works for you. And here's where it gets dangerous. The danger is that as nutritional professional, as health professional, we promote healthy eating plan for everyone and the same plan. And when we do that, we actually lead people to eat in a way that is not health promoting. And think about this for yourself. Ask yourself these questions. How many healthy eating plans have you tried thus far in your life? How many have worked? How many have you, quote, stick to? The truth is, if they, quote, work, you likely wouldn't be listening to this podcast episode, would you? But here we are talking about healthy eating because these plans, these structure, these books from, quote, gurus are not what's healthy, perhaps, for you and your best friend and your sister, we all have different needs for our own body. But here's the biggest miss that these healthy eating plan have is they miss the basic of human eating behavior that are required in order to promote health. And I'm going to give you an analogy here. 
I want you to think about healthy eating and how we're being socialized to them and how we're being sold healthy eating plan as the PhD of nutrition, the advanced education of nutrition. But we don't have our GED, our high school diploma yet in nutrition. Most healthy eating plan are PhD because they're focused on actually step six and seven of what I'm about to teach you today of healthy eating. So let's get started with step one. Step one of healthy eating requires a healthy relationship to food and your body. What that means, that means we cannot see food as a tool to manipulate our body. As long as we engage with food as a tool to shrink our body, as a tool to do something to our body, it will prevent us from achieving any form of long-term, sustainable, consistent, healthy eating, which leads me in what I consider to be the most impactful element of healthy eating, which is to eat enough food. Unfortunately, for many people in the world today, that's where healthy eating stops because they don't have access to food altogether. They don't have the capacity because of systemic issue to have enough resources to access enough food. We can't do anything with regards to healthy eating if we don't have access to food and if we don't have access to enough food. Now, most of you listening to this podcast are not in this position because most people in that position of not having enough access to food are not worried about what their body looks like. They're not stuck in cycles of gaining and losing weight because of diet culture, because that's not their priority in life. Their priority in life is having the basic requirement of being a human met. So most of us, me included, and most of the listener here today are in a privileged circumstance around food. So when I'm talking about having enough food for us here, I'm talking about ending the deprivation that you choose to impose yourself around food. And most people impose themselves a restriction around having enough food because of step one, because they see food as a tool to manipulate their body. This step two is the baseline. We can't go any further in healthy eating if we are not giving our body enough food. And that requires being connected to our hunger and our fullness. We need to be attuned to those basic signals our body gives us. For us here, that's step one. Any work we do with our clients, we need to repair this because the cycle of food restriction and dieting has impaired people's ability to feel their hunger and fullness. Now, that capacity is there in your DNA. It's functional. But I want you to think about like the dial on a volume, if you want, a dial from one to 10. 
your ability to fill your hunger and fullness is dialed down to one. We need to dial it back up to like nine or 10 through experiential exercise, through intentionality in wanting to feel our hunger and our fullness. We need to be attuned to that to bring enough food to our body throughout the day. Which leads us to step three of healthy eating is to feel satisfied with our food choices and to have pleasure eating. Now, we can't have that if we engage with food as a tool to manipulate our body, right? We won't see food as pleasurable and we're likely going to be in some kind of food restriction and we won't feel satisfied with our food choices, Because food, our relationship to food, requires us to have pleasure. I know it's a mindfuck for many of us, but it's a fact, right? We need to have pleasure with food. Now, not too much pleasure, right? For many people, the only pleasure they have in their life is when they, quote, binge eat because They are denying themselves so much pleasure with food when they're restricting that the only pleasure they can have with food is when they binge. So their brains associate binging on food that's restricted as pleasurable. That normalization of that pendulum swinging between restriction and binging is part of the repair process that we need to do with our relationship to food. Now, for our client, we use actually a science-based process called habituation, where we reintroduce food that were previously restricted one by one, and we use a specific process that helps people fast-track to this process with much more ease. So if you're repairing your relationship with food by yourself, perhaps Google the term food habituation. So step one to three are the, what I call the GED, the high school diploma of human eating. And that's the problem with most healthy eating plan is that they don't go over that. They don't give you a plan for step one to three. They skip to step four. And that is very problematic because that's going to get us into obsession desire to be perfect, and we don't have the basic in place. We're going to end up sitting for our PhD in nutrition without even understanding the basics. Can you see how problematic that could be? That's the trap of most healthy eating plan. So step one, two, and three in order. Then that gets us to step four, which is when we begin talking about balance Balance doesn't come first, but for a very intentional reason, because when we think about balance, we have a risk of obsession. So when we talk about balance here, we're talking about a balance of protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And the key thing here is without guilt, without shame, and obviously without restriction. Which leads us to step five. Step four and five are kind of stuck together, 
because one requires the other. In order for us to have balance without guilt, without shame, without restriction on the three macronutrients of protein, fats, and carbohydrate, we must be capable of being imperfect with our eating. That's step five. That is a step in itself. Perfection is the sacred enemy of sustainable and consistent healthy eating. This is something that we must all understand. So let me repeat it. Perfection is the sacred enemy of sustainable and consistent healthy eating. Our desire to be perfect is an acquired habit from diet culture. And we must, quote, detox ourselves from it. How do we do that? We don't do that with food. We do that with mind work. The reason why we seek perfection and the reason why we criticize ourselves when we're not perfect is in our brain. These are what we call thought error or cognitive distortion. And we must learn to undo that in our mind. A lot of our clients come to us at that step because they're stuck there. They're stuck there in they feel that they're controlled by their thinking about food and health and their body, and they don't know how to get past that. The mindset work that we do call thought work, which is cognitive behavior therapy based, is not taught in nearly all the nutrition program because it's not sellable. It doesn't sell. However, it creates the biggest enemy to healthy eating, which is obsessive thinking about food, preventing people from being imperfect with food and creating this whole binge restrict cycle. The second to last step to healthy eating is variety. Eating a wide range of food, especially fruits and vegetables. Because if there is one thing that nearly all nutrition studies agree with is that humans are meant to eat mostly fruits and vegetables. Mostly fruits and vegetables. However, right now in the nutrition trend in the low carb world era that we're in, a lot of healthy eating plan will require you to restrict food and vegetables. And having variety will be then impossible. And I want to talk quickly about picky eater. Like some people, not a lot, but some of our clients will tell us, well, I'm a picky eater. So it's hard for me to eat a variety of fruits and vegetables. And when we dig, they're considering themselves picky eater because they've had such a limited quote, good food in their life. And within the small selection of good food that they have in front of them, they don't like a lot of them. Magic happens. I'm telling you guys, magic happen when you lift all the restriction and you can see all the variety of choices you can have access to. This is why Step one, two, and three is required before we get to the second to last step, which is variety. 
Fortunately, again, most healthy plans start there. And then our very last step of healthy eating is individual food. But not one single food is a magic bullet. This is the PhD level. When we get to that point when you need to individualize food for one person, this is where we get complicated. Many of my clients will ask me, so how do I know which food my body needs? Well, it's kind of two ways of going about this. The simplest, most accessible way is to stay connected to your body and to see how your body reacts to food. Feel the sensation that your body gives you after eating a food. Like, pay attention carefully for two to four hours, even longer after eating the food. How's your energy level? How's your thoughts? How's your emotion? How is a consistent level of energy after eating that food? How's your body feel? Listen to it. Your body will tell you if a food is not meant for you. But most people haven't done step one to three, so they're not connected to their body. So when we tell them that they need to connect to their body to see if a food is for them, it's impossible to do, right? The other way for you to know if your body requires individual food based on your health is to work with a nutrition professional, right? And there is nutrition professional that are non-diet focused that can help you with that. But let me tell you, they will screen you coming in to make sure that you have step one to six, before they give you step seven. See what I mean? (laughs) Because they're trained like me. They don't want to talk about the one food for you if you're not connected to your hunger and fullness. And if you don't find satisfaction in food, they're not going to do that. So you can take your own healthy eating through these seven steps really far if you work on each one of them individually. And when you do that... When you get through step one to even just six, it will make you feel amazing. Food will be enjoyable, pleasurable. You will feel powerful in your relationship to food. This kind of healthy eating allows you to not be obsessed with food, to not spend a lot of time being focused on food, to eat when you're hungry, to stop when you're full and enjoying life because you're not obsessed about food. This kind of healthy eating is available to you and it's the outcome of undieting your life. And I'm going to leave you with this thought. When you go through healthy eating in the steps that I've given you here, that's when your eating habits become self-care instead of self-control. I love you, my sister, and I'll see you on the next episode. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join on Diet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and join us now. 
Undiet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power, and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedoze.com forward slash join, and I'll see you on the other side.